the end of the 60s, obviously, um, it was illegal to be gay under the ladies' clothing. Yeah. Otherwise, you could be arrested for impersonating a woman. A load of gays and lesbians in town and a load of rainbows and they're just having a big piss up. I want to ask this question or that question. The word normal. That they, that they, want, to, that they want to harm themselves yeah. or, or worse still, kill themselves. Yes, and life is difficult enough without... Yeah. Just you wanting to be yourself being an issue. If they saw me and you walking down the street, what would they think? I don't want to say. You would literally use gay as an everyday word. In the media a couple of months ago, two lesbians attacked on the tube. There are still parents of kids today Mm. who don't accept their children's sexuality. Did gay people used to hand out like a special secret card? So that's not a stereotype, it's a fact. No, absolutely. (laughs) So that David podcast today, I've got, I'm going to get this wrong. Jenny Doosnap. That's right. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Jenny, what I think it would be uh, more beneficial for you to tell us what you do. Okay. Well, I'm here today really to talk about Dunkster Pride. Yes. Uh, I'm the chair of the Pride. Um, she's chair of a group of volunteers who do uh, Doncaster Pride every year. But it's much, much more than a party. There's a lot more to what we do. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm chair of a, of a bunch of fabulous people who pull together all the pride stuff all the pride stuff uh pride is nationwide isn't it? In the, if we're just talking about the uk nationwide so do you decide then i'm going to get pride together off your own back or is it like part of a franchise type of no, thing no no it's totally it's totally done um by anybody that wants to do it really yeah um the history this year is the 50th anniversary of the very first ever Pride. Right. Where was that? Uh, yeah. That was in New York. Right. Uh, well, New York and a couple of other cities in the in the in in the states. Yeah. Um, and it was the end of the 60s. Obviously, um, it was illegal to be gay. Um, Actually illegal. It still is in many countries. Yeah. Fucking Punishable enough. by death or illegal. Uh, even I would hesitate to go to certain countries. Yeah. Um, probably worse. Well, definitely worse for gay men. Right. But certainly there are countries where it is still illegal. I mean, even in this country, it was illegal to be in the armed forces and be gay until quite recently. I mean, the, the history yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but in the late 60s, um, gay bars in, in New York and one in particular called the Stonewall Inn um, was the place where all the gay people went mm-hmm. to, to socialise. Yeah. And that was gays and lesbians, that was cross-dressers. That was drag queens and all sorts of things. And just crazy things like if you were a man dressing as a woman, you had to wear three items of male clothing under the ladies' clothing. Yeah. Otherwise, you could be arrested for impersonating a woman. I mean, this is... I'm 53 years (laughs) old. This is in my lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So... Going back to the end of the 60s, there was a, the, the police would raid the bars regularly and they raided the bar uh, in June 1968 and the, the, the gay people stood up to the police yeah. and said, enough's enough. And that really was the start of the modern day gay liberation movement and, uh, and the modern day gay rights mm-hmm. um, started in America. And, and then, you know, we in the UK were a little bit behind that, picking up with the first prides here. Mm. Doncaster, this year will be our 13th. Yeah. So again, we were quite a way behind, yeah. but we were the first in South Yorkshire. Yes. So um, now there are, in the UK, there are probably in excess of about 160, 170 Pride events every year. Wow. Uh, and yeah, anybody can, can organise a Pride event. Um, 
and 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 lots of people do you know yeah. and they, they they spring up all over and they vary you know you got the big famous ones london manchester brighton that kind of stuff yeah that birmingham the real big commercial prize mm. but some other prides a couple of hundred people picnic in a park or a party in a pub car park yeah it, that shows you, know, you that it's a it's more about what it means than the actual event in terms of it don't matter how many you know if you've got how many performers you've got there or how big the party is how many guests are there, it's about what it means more than that yeah yeah i mean I, I i got involved because you know i i was that kid i was that 17 year old in my bedroom thinking there was something wrong with me mm. uh not sure why i didn't feel the same as some of my friends yeah um thinking that you know being attracted to another woman was 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 wrong and weird and, yeah. and you know I'm, I'm like I say I'm 53 years old so we're going back uh, quite a way yeah um I did the, the the what I thought was right I I met and married a guy got married had kids uh, and it wasn't until I was 30 years old that I decided that I wasn't living the life I right. was meant, meant to lead. See, so, we know each other very sad. We met a few times, yeah. haven't we? And I don't think I ever knew that. I don't yeah. think you ever said that before. Yeah, I I, I lived, I, I put it to the back of my mind and just thought, no, I'm going to... I'm going to be straight. I'm going to live. It's too difficult. Yeah. I'm going to live the, the, the straight life. I'm going to get married, have kids and be normal. Yeah. Um, you can do it for a while, but I, in the end, you know, yeah. there's so many people out there that do that. There are so many, even yeah, now, imagine, so yeah. many people who, who, who still believe that they, they don't want to acknowledge to themselves their yeah. sexuality. That's it. it. It blows my mind. Like obviously today's podcast is going to be a lot about cause Doncaster Pride because like I say you you run Doncaster Pride, and I want to delve into um, all the like because we've spoken off camera as well about what we want to talk about and stuff. And me as a straight person, I want to ask the questions that I think other straight people maybe have, or I just want to use this as an opportunity to educate people, yeah. which is like the whole point of the podcast really with every episode that I do. Um, and for me, it's still just. That, that this is where I stand if people are interested in that like I don't care what my next door neighbour's doing about anything let alone who goes out with who or who's attracted to anybody I, I genuinely can't like obviously it's easier for me to say because I'm a straight person and I've never been directly affected or had my sexuality questioned and things like yeah. that so this is probably a really typical straight person thing to say but I just think you know in a world today where I can talk to my sister on a screen who lives in Australia I can tap on a glass screen and have my shopping delivered to my house yet people still find it weird that a man and a man or a woman and a woman want to go out at each other and stuff it's, it's like yeah I can't fathom why this is still such a problem I, I, I think a lot of it is about education and I know a mm. lot of it is is you know we do do a lot of things I know we're going to talk about pride but yeah. you know we work 12 months of the year we do we have projects we have stuff that we do with schools. We have through pride, through pride yeah, yeah. over the years, um, because people come to us and they want help. You know, it, a number of years ago, we were aware of quite a few kids in schools. Yeah. Uh, it was either the children themselves, or it was their parents, or it was their peers, contacting Pride and saying, you know, this person's got a, a, an issue. They're being bullied at school, or um, I'm, I'm questioning my sexuality and I don't know what to do. Mm. And it, it's not just about. I mean, we've mentioned gay a lot of times. We've got a lot of trans people around as yes, well. Yeah. And people will come to us and say, I, I don't feel like I'm, 
I'm living who I uh, who I should be, mm. or maybe I was born in the wrong body, or whatever it is that yeah, you know. Yeah. And there's all sorts of terminologies, and nothing is meant to offend anybody. No, no, no. Whatever you feel is right for you. Yeah, is right for you. You know, yeah. however you consider your sexuality, your gender, or whatever, then that's your normal. Yes. Um, yes. It might not be somebody else's normal, but it's your normal. Mm. But we've had so many people message us over the years that have needed help and not known where to go. Yeah. So Do Pride actively put themselves out there then as, as a place to go. Like if you are needing a bit of help and stuff, we are available. Yeah. Is that like part yeah. of the service, so to speak? Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, we, we kind of came to the conclusion that none of us are professionals. We're not counsellors. We're not here. You know, we've got our own experiences for mm. sure. And we can talk about the things that have affected us. But we're not professional counsellors. We're not professional yeah. advice givers. Um, what we can do is we can signpost people. Yeah. But we got a lot of people, because Pride was that recognised place to go if you were LGBT plus yeah. and you wanted some help. So we'd have parents saying, please help me, my son um, is, is, is harming himself. Um, I think it might be something to do with his sexuality. Or my, my daughter's getting bullied at school or whatever. The, the stories are so harrowing at times. Mm. And we decided that we had to do something about it. Yeah. So we do, there is a, a part of Pride that is like our Pride projects. Right. So we've got a youth group uh, that we were mm. instrumental in founding. We, we, we don't run it now, mm. uh, but we, we, you know, we brought it together. Yeah. We, we brought a load of funding in massive amount of funding from the national lottery to set up a youth group mm -hmm. and employ somebody to get that off the ground uh over a three-year period that's now oh that's about seven or eight years ago wow. um we've now got a trans group um yeah. and that the the number of people that come and they'll come supporting a friend supporting a family member who who is going through that conversation in their own head mm. about their gender about their identity about yeah. how they feel um, so yeah, we we don't deliver those services directly ourselves. Yeah. But we know where people should go. Yes. And I think that's that's what we what we do. But there's so much more than you know. People think oh, Pride is just a a load of gays and lesbians in town and a load of rainbows and they're just having a big piss up. Yeah. There's a lot lot more to it than that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. So alluding to that then exactly, let's talk specifically about Pride. Is obviously from my point of view with no education in what pride is because I've obviously always thought of it as um, it's almost like I don't go to watch West Brom play football because there's nothing to do with me so it's mm, almost yeah. like pride it's not really nothing to do with me so I kind of know what it is but not really what it is kind of yeah. but that's another thing that I, when we talk more specifically about pride as well is it isn't just for gay people lesbian people trans people no, like, everyone's no, included not. get everyone down yeah. in it yeah i mean it would be hypocritical of, of me and, and and anybody any gay person to say look do you know what i want equality yeah but i only want equality for gay people yeah, yeah yeah so that's the thing about pride it is about equality for everybody it's about doesn't matter how old you are doesn't matter what color your skin is it doesn't matter your religion doesn't matter your sexuality your gender or whatever mm -hmm. it is all about being open and and you know you come to pride you will be welcomed mm. doesn't matter um you will find all sorts of people there uh, and it is really, uh, you know, I couldn't be hypocritical and say, oh, sorry, no, you, you know, you're a straight man, so you, you shouldn't be at Pride. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the biggest free event in the town centre 
uh, every year. It's the most colourful event. It's a party atmosphere, totally free. People come. Uh, ours happens to be built around a main stage of music. Mm -hmm. Other prides, other you know, there'll be other things. We we have other things as well, but the the main attraction for us is the main stage of music. Yeah. And I would say over the years, we've probably gone from probably two-thirds gay, third identifying as straight or non-gay. Yeah. I would say now we're probably 50-50. Wow. The audience is so mixed. And you think that's maybe not um, the original target, but that's something that is positive. That shows that this Absolutely. is positive because we're getting... Everybody's included, yeah, everyone's absolutely. coming together. Yeah, I mean... I, there's people out there who probably 13 years ago, you know, 2007 when we did the first Pride, one of my biggest concerns was that, that people, straight people, would come down into the market square, which is where it was, and just to have a gawp at the gays. A gawp you know, at the gays. And, and that's, like it's a zoo. You know, and, and that was one of my biggest fears, that people would be curious about, well, what do you do? What do you know, what, what's it all about? Mm. That curiosity is great, because it's all about education. Because yeah. You know, I don't walk around with a badge on. All right, I might walk around with a rainbow lanyard on that I've just taken off. Yeah. But I don't walk around with a badge on that says I'm gay. No. Being gay doesn't identify who I am. No. I'm me. And, 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 and my sexuality is nobody's business unless I choose to share that with them. Yeah, yeah. So the thing about it is that we've opened up the town, to I think, to being more accepting, more tolerant, more, more um, just aware of people's differences mm. and we're not all the same you know you don't like West Brom great you know um, <laughs> by the way West Brom fans I just randomly <laughs> picked West Brom I don't know where that came from <laughs> but, but that's the thing you know we we just say the more visibility we have yeah you know you people will have noticed in the town over the last three years we've put rainbow flags up in the town center that didn't happen to start off with mm. they weren't you know the first few years the business community wasn't on board. You wouldn't see a rainbow flag flying around in the town. Whereas now the whole place turns rainbow coloured. Yeah. And that is just, for one day, people saying, do you know what? That's kind of okay. Yeah. And, and I always, I do a speech at the beginning of Pride, a very short speech at the beginning of Pride. And one of the things that I've said very often, and anybody that's seen it will know this line, um, I will welcome everybody to Pride. Welcome to, you know, welcome here if you're gay, if you're straight, if you're whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then I will say to all our straight visitors, what's it like to be in the minority for once? Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing, you know, that feeling of for that day, it doesn't matter. If you were, if you were a gay man, you were there with your boyfriend, you can happily hold hands. I mean, time and place for everything. Let, yeah, you know, yeah. Don't get me wrong, mm. but you can hold hands with your boyfriend in that square right outside here mm. and you can feel comfortable. Mm. The rest of the 364 uh, days of the year, can you? Mm. Some people no. feel that they can. Yeah. Some people feel that they can't. Yeah. Um, but for that one day, anything goes yeah. and you can celebrate who you are and we can educate the town that yeah, you might see a couple <clears> of guys <throat> holding hands you might see a couple of girls kissing each other hey <laughs> do you know what it happens yeah and it should be this is like the one thing because obviously i'm thinking i can say something and offend people by accident in this podcast and obviously that's not what i want to do but it is almost like whenever i try to think right i want to ask this question or that question the word normal yeah. Like referring to getting, it's like 
I don't want to use that word, but it's, it does seem to be a referring... But you know what? Like, yeah. We want to make being gay normal, as if it's not already normal, it's which it normal. is. But do you know where I'm yeah, coming from? Like, I want it to... I want to live in a world, or I want my children to grow up into a world where it ain't even a thing anymore. Mm. It's mm. like, you don't... Not that you wouldn't have pride, but there wouldn't specifically be a need for mm. pride to mm. raise awareness. You would just have it for the yeah. sake of having it. You know, I mean, we, we're seeing... Unfortunately, we've seen quite you know an increase in in the number of hate crimes, and that's not a Doncaster thing. That unfortunately we have seen that I think, but um, across the world, and you, you wonder, you know, we we have lead political leaders who are very um, conservative in their views, mm. and, and and you know, I was watching some films the other day. You know, I was listening to a speech by Barack Obama from a few years ago, and that guy was amazing in terms of the way in which he wanted to push forward on a, on an equality agenda. Yeah. The most, one of the most powerful men in the world. Unfortunately, we've now, with his predecessors, and, mm. and, and, and with the guys that, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've done, done that podcast the other week. I know. <laughs> things have changed. And, yeah. you know, that, that group of people who, who still have that latent homophobia, and it's not about education, mm. but that group of people who still believe that it's wrong, and this is not a religion thing at all. There, you don't have to have religion to believe that, that being gay is wrong. No, I and agree. many people who are religious are gay too. Mm. We, were, we, were, we have a fabulous relationship with the Unitarian Church in Doncaster, yeah. and you can now get married, a same-sex marriage, in a church mm. in Doncaster. So it's not a religion thing, it's not anything to do with that, but... People who still believe that it is wrong, um, do you know what? They're entitled to their opinion. But but it's wrong. But leave me their alone. Their opinion, I mean. Yeah. Do you know what? I didn't ask to be gay any more than I asked for the colour of my hair yeah. or how tall I am or what... You know, I think this is where those people, they're in the wrong. They're getting confused. It's almost like they think you've made that choice. Like almost oh you're only being gay because it's different and you want to be edgy or something i think that yeah. and i just think no being gay isn't something you choose it's, it's something you are it's not an easy choice it's not a choice at all and it's no. not easy you know that you look at statistics particularly young gay and lesbians you know eating disorders are higher than amongst non-lgbti identifying kids mm. self-harm suicide rates are higher so it's still a big deal. Mm. You know, if you're a young person, my kids have grown up with, with and had friends that they've gone to school with who have come out at a very young age and been fine. But there are still a lot of people who struggle with their sexuality mm. and still a lot of people who don't want to identify with, the, you know, their, their, their sexuality. And, and we see this manifest itself in so many ways. Nobody surely could want someone to struggle so hard with their own sexual identity, mm. that they that they want to that they want to harm themselves yeah. or, or worse still kill themselves. Yes, yeah. and life is difficult enough without yeah. just you wanting to be yourself being an issue, being yeah. a problem for you. It's not a choice. I, I really no. don't believe it's a choice. But you know, we we do what we can to try and and it's going back to the word the, the normal mm. to normalise things. You know, we now see um, gay and lesbian characters on mainstream TV in the soaps and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's great because that's about normalising mm. and, and edging. Because we do live in a world of, of, of heterosexual stereotypes. Yes. You know, I've been with with, with girlfriend, a girlfriend in the past 
you know, you've got to check into a hotel, you're going away for some reason, you know, you go check, and, they, and they'll, they'll be trying to be helpful, mm-hmm. but oh, you've been given a double, hang on, let's see if we can find you a twin. Yeah. Actually, no, we booked a double. Yeah. You know, and things like that, and, and people don't mean to make those assumptions. No, no. But the world is full of heterosexual assumptions. Yeah, it's like we're hardwired, the straight people are hardwired yeah. for that to just be a normal response for yeah. them. Yeah, mm. you know, and I'll, I'll go out with my best friend, uh, my best mate Trevor Jones Trevor and I work on the on the Pride together with, with the rest of our, our committee members because Trevor is male and I'm female and we're, he's a few years older than me mm-hmm. but we go out together people assume he's my husband Yeah, yeah. he's as camp as you like yeah. but people <laughs> assume he's my husband yeah. and people make these assumptions all along and that's to do with conditioning that's society conditioning yeah. it's, it's what is seen to be that's the normal yeah um, so we've got to try and break that down and make it so that people don't automatically assume yes. that if they see, if they saw me and you walking down the street, what would they think? I don't want to say. No, <laughs> that's his mother. Yeah. That's his, yeah, that's his older sister. Yeah, yeah. that's he, he's a toy boy or whatever. Yeah. No, we're just yeah, just a man people. and a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do people have to do that? You know, assume that that people have got some yeah. kind of relationship tied up. Walk, walk through the street with my girlfriend, we'll hold hands, people look at us, Yeah. bother me. Do you know, how often do you notice that, like people looking? Is it regular? I think you notice it all the time, but I yeah. think you just deal with it in different ways. There's times when you feel safe. I feel safe in Doncaster, I'll be honest. Yeah. And and quite frankly, I think if anybody was to say anything to me, I'd probably just turn around and tell them where to go. Yeah, do you think that um, comes though with your age, experience? Yeah, yeah, that. yeah I think so. But mm. having said that, um, we were out last Saturday. My girlfriend and I went in a bar. We were in York. We went in a bar. Both of us felt uncomfortable and without even saying anything to each other, we turned around and came out. Mm. It was it was full of it was full of youngish guys. It was near the race course. They'd all had a drink. It was the yeah. end of the evening. It was a bit leery. Possibly that more than anything. Yeah. But without even thinking about it, we just both looked at each other, turned around, and walked out. Mm. So there are still places that you feel uncomfortable. There are times when you'll walk down the street, and you'll be aware of somebody looking at you. Um, it's mm. it's changing though. It's yeah. not the same as it was 13 years ago when we no. did the first Pride. I've got two daughters who are teenagers, and the things they talk about, the, the, when I was a kid, like so we're talking I was in school in the 90s, you would literally use gay as an everyday word to your mate all the time. It was like the most normal thing to be like, oh, come on, come on, you gay, or what? Like you just use it. I've never in my life remember thinking gay people are wrong. It was just a word yeah, that got thrown yeah, around, which yeah. I don't think helped during that period. Whereas now I've got children who are teenagers and the the way the world is now, their open-mindedness to all different types of people mm. from different religions, different sexualities, different places. I, I do see that the younger generation are much more open-minded and accepting of all people and yeah. every people yeah, than we, what than what we have been previously without doubt and i think but i think there are influences still you know um particularly and and some would say you know living in the living in in the north uh it's probably less uh, accepting yeah um i don't have any evidence to prove that or disprove that one way or the other no. but you know when when 
when we, I go back to, to, to sort of my younger years, you know, coming from a, a mining village, it was unheard of. Mm. You know, I've got friends who were the same age as me who just by pure fluke of geography lived in London or lived somewhere else. And they're the same age as me and their experience of their sexuality and their sexual identity and their coming out mm. was far easier for them mm. than it was for me yeah. in, in a comparative time frame. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we're talking the, the 80s or whatever or the later 70s. Mm. Um, it was on, I didn't know anybody gay. I didn't, I didn't, you know, it was not something that, yeah. and there's lots out there for sure, but I didn't yeah, yeah. know them. Um, this is it it's almost like you think oh has it become more popular it's like it can't have just all of a sudden like in the 70s a gay gene appeared it's like it must have always been there it's just obviously we're not but I think the fact that you can use the phrase um, if I can like it's becoming more popular means it's becoming more aware people are becoming more aware more and more people are like coming out and identifying themselves really Ultimately, it's about choice, and a lot of people decide that they, you know, they. A lot of people, a lot of gay people, don't go to Pride. They don't mm. want to be in your face in that way. If that's yeah. the, if that's the way of looking at it, yeah. You know, they want to just live their life uh, with, with, without all of that. Mm. Uh, for me, Pride is a bit of a celebration of what of where we've come from and where we are now. Yeah. But Pride will always be a protest. You know, like I said, whilst ever there are. Um, countries where <coughs> it's 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 illegal. Yeah. Whilst ever we've got kids in Doncaster and in up and down the country that that struggle, uh, and and I don't know whether you saw there was a a piece in the media a, a couple of months ago, two lesbians attacked on the tube. Mm. Uh, no, you know no, that whilst ever those things are still happening in the name of someone's sexuality, yeah. then there's still a job to do. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is more. I don't know what the word is acceptable more mm. open yeah uh, people find it easier to talk about yeah people I think see... more people are, are more educated <coughs> yeah, more people are more accepting which yeah. is always a good thing so it, there's definitely like but like you're saying it's almost like you don't want to say oh the job's done then like my kids now there is somebody i think at my um at my kids school who i think she was a girl and now she's a boy mm. at like such a young age and you just think like the bravery which you shouldn't have to be brave but it's such a brave thing to do like you're saying there's so many people yeah. struggling for somebody who's a teenager to think I'm not living the life I think I should be living or yeah. the way I should be living to do that I think is a um, it's showing that things like pride are working it's just obviously not as fast as yeah. what we would like it's- it's just it's all about education it is about education it's about yeah like I say, it's about celebration as well mm. and and it's about visibility yeah. and that's the thing that makes a difference the visibility the the, mm. the conditioning against it being different and wrong and and what have you you know we we're, we're trying to, to to break down those barriers and it's the same with any kind of um discrimination or exclusion or or you know Equality is about being equal, and that's mm. why it's all part of that same agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Pride then, Doncaster specifically. So, Pride, when mm. when's it happening? Again, what date? It's the seventeenth of August, so it's Saturday. Uh, of, yeah, it's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah, what can we expect to see if you go down to Pride? Um, we got a main stage that is in Nigel Square outside Cast. Uh, the stage runs from. 
two o'clock through until about half past nine, ten o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. All free. And in amongst that area where the main stage is, we also have something called a rainbow market. Market stalls are kind of a thing that go with pride. So you've got a mixture, you've got some information stalls. So you might have people there talking about support for anyone with mental health conditions. Mm-hmm. You might have one of the things that's become very, very um, important of, of, of the last few years we have the fostering and adoption agencies there because a lot of same-sex couples yeah. want to foster and adopt kids. That makes sense. So they come along. We have um, South Yorkshire Police and all kinds of people talking about um, equality and, and diversity and, and, and how to report hate crimes or how to be aware of. So yeah. there's all that information type yeah. stuff. So then, that just shows you then that Pride's more, it's not just a, a piss up, like we said. It's not just no, a part. That's not. some really good informa- yeah. informative stuff happening. Yeah, I mean, people can come along and find out all sorts of things. You know, we have, um, I think there's probably about 25 or so information stalls. Right. They stretch down into the Waterdale, past the library, down towards the Saffa Life, and in that area around there. Then the, the other part of the market is a retail market and no pride is complete without, you've got your rainbow flag on or, yeah, yeah. or your, your buy flag or, or the trans flag or whatever you want to identify, whatever you want to be there to support, even, even as an ally. Mm. You know, so if you're a straight person and you're coming along to pride and you want to be, you know, you want to show that you're an ally of the LGBT plus community, yeah. you will see straight guys with rainbow flags around their shoulders yeah. and all sorts of things that just basically says, look, you know what, I'm cool with this. I um, um, I had a conversation before you got here, actually. That's the first time I've ever heard of the term ally was Jeff actually told me, because we were talking about straight people that support yeah. that support gay people or trans or what, like you're saying, whoever you support. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, that's got to be bullshit. That, only because, not. not that people don't support that. I mean, the word ally, like, oh, I'll be your friend and show your support. It's like, oh, I'm I'm more of, I had to say it because I said to Jeff, like, oh, I think, so if I didn't say it now, he'd be like, you pussy that, say that, <laughs> didn't you? So, like, no, I, so I'm like, not that what it means, I absolutely think it's absolutely mm. fantastic. It's just, it almost feels like, oh, you shouldn't have to have an ally. Everybody, the whole humans should just be other humans, well, allies about yeah, everything. Yeah, but, but, but obviously we're not at a place when no. it comes to sexuality where, so we do have to have these things that are But we allies. love that. You know what? We love that because that that means that, you know, somebody who is, is completely comfortable in their own skin and completely happy with their own sexuality as a, as a, as a straight guy mm. wants to come down and say, look, do you know what? I'm going to wear a rainbow T-shirt today yeah. or I'm going to have rainbow face paint on my, you know, or, or whatever. Mm. And I'm actually going to say, look, do you know what? I think this is pretty cool and I'm fine with all of this. Mm. And the more and more we get things like that, I mean, we get, we had a couple of ladies came down last year and they got T-shirts on and it just said free mum hugs. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, the thing behind that was a lot of gay people, their parents don't accept their sexuality. Yes. And particularly, you know, it's not a, a, an age-related thing, you know, going back years or whether it's now, there are still parents of kids today mm. who don't accept their children's sexuality. And this is, you know, two, this was two middle-aged ladies yeah. saying, do you know what, do you want a hug? Yeah. And it's okay to And be something like that can really have a positive mental yeah. effect on the person getting yeah. a hug we, you know we we there's so much there's so much love that out there that's yeah. what it is it's people just saying do you know what be who you want to be and and it, it's sort of starting to spread out a little bit around the town in other things as well you know we're seeing 
so many more businesses want to get involved and want to show that they're allies too. Yeah. So we're doing we're doing rainbow packs that we're getting out across town at the minute. We've got all sorts of businesses ringing up and saying, we want one of your packs. It's a couple of rainbow flags. It's a length of rainbow bunting. It's a poster in the window that says, we support. Mm. And the, we've gone from one or two rainbow flags discreetly appearing over a pub yeah. because that pub landlord thought, oh, you know, there's a couple of thousand gay people in the town. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that we're a, we're a gay pub and, and you can come here and have a drink and you're safe and you'll feel all right. Yeah, yeah. Now the whole place is rainbowed up. Yeah. Um, and that shows that we are, you know, sort of expanding and, yeah. and, Progression. and, and creeping that message out that actually, do you know what? It's a shame that it's only one day. Yeah. But do you know what? That's fine because it's a start mm. and it's moving in the right direction. And Doncaster's embraced Pride amazingly over the last few years. Mm. You know, with the council and the amount of support we get from them in terms of sticking the, the rainbow flags up and down on the high street and, and through that throughout the town. Yeah. That visibility has has meant so much. So yeah, so we were talking about markets, weren't we? So you, you buy your rainbow flag and mm. you buy your bracelets and your whatever else and there'll be more people with unicorns and, and unicorn <laughs> hats and fairy wings and all sorts of things. It is absolutely, you can buy pretty much anything rainbowed at Pride. Yeah. Um, we've got a second stage as well. The second stage is down in Waterdale. Um, yeah. That's local talent, upcoming talent. Um, then we have um, this food and drink, um, slight change this year. We are um, prohibiting people from bringing their own alcohol. Mm. It's been a bit of a difficult pill to swallow for some people. Yeah. Um, but um, when you've got a free event and it's an all-day event and people are turning up with a lot of bottles and cans, we were getting a little bit concerned on the, on the health and safety side. Yeah. So we've had to prohibit that. So there will be fences. But that's not to cage people in. No, nor, it's nor just is it for general safety. Out. It is all about health and safety. Yeah. If we'd have had last year, if we'd have had an emergency evacuation in St Nigel Grassley Square, piles of broken glass and bottles all over the place, mm. be, not because people are breaking them deliberately, yeah. but they just fall. That you know, we're on concrete. Things yeah, get yeah. broke. Yeah, um, if we'd have had an emergency evacuation and somebody'd have fallen into a pile of cans, cut themselves, you know, that's not what we want. No. So. So we're prohibiting their own alcohol, so we've got loads of bars, we've got specialist bars, gym bars, cocktail bars, you name it, we got it. Yeah. And it is just about celebrating and being being who you want to be. Yeah. It, that doesn't matter, whoever you are, mm. if you come to Pride, I guarantee you will have the best time. Yeah. What do you what does Pride in terms of like families? Do you encourage families to come down as well? Yeah. Like bring the kids? Because I always think, obviously, if you can educate people as young as possible, then yeah. in a couple of generations' time, we can get rid of a lot of the problems that we yeah. have. Yeah, absolutely. We, we always say Pride is it's family friendly. Yeah. It's not, we wouldn't bill it as a family event. It's yeah. family friendly. Yeah. And I would always say to people, yes. Bring the kids. I encourage you to bring the. I bring, you know, my kids. My kids are older, but my grandson was at Pride last year. He was three weeks old. <laughs> uh, he'll be there this year, um, and that's the key. You know, getting them to understand and appreciate from a very early age. Mm. But bring the kids as long as you're prepared to answer the questions when you go home. Yeah. Because you will have questions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the kids, you know, they they often and you know I've always said we're not born with prejudices. We're not no. born. 
you know, I spoke to my, my own son, uh, he's now 20, 22, and when he was little, he, he, he spoke about some of, some of his, his friends in his class, and he was t telling me about, you know, this one's got um, a, a, a new car, and this one's got this, and this one's got that, and, and then I asked them, you know, he was talking, I said, which one's that? And he went, oh, he's the one with the brown hair. What he didn't tell me is, he was actually a, 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 a black boy. Mm. The last thing that came into his mind was the colour of this kid's skin. Yeah, yeah. It was all about, he's got brown hair, he's got brown eyes, he's got yeah. this, he's got that. And he was describing a child that I couldn't, I can't think of it is. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he said, but that was the most obvious thing. But yet to a four-year-old, five-year-old boy, yeah. it didn't matter what colour his skin was. No. And that to me proves that none of us are born thinking that that's right, that's wrong, that's no, different, that's acceptable, learned. that's not. It's, yeah, and it's learned from a number of things mm. that we come into contact as we're growing up. So, yeah, yeah bring the kids along, answer their questions. Yeah. You know. See, we, we home educate. We've got two in school and then we home educate two. And one of the biggest parts of home education for me is being really open and answering every question. Mm. Like, I know Cor Corbin, my son's six. I think we're talking about two or three years ago. He might have been three or four. He was, like, asking me about death and, mm. like, what happens to people's bodies and all this lot. I've got some family that, obviously, everyone has in the grave. I took him to the graveyard, to the, um, the tombstone of my sister from when I was younger that we lost. And I basically took him there so he could experience, like, look at this place. This is what happens. Yeah. And it's okay to know that this is what happens. Mm. Like, some people might think, that is the worst parenting I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, it's, that is what happens. So bloody tell them yeah. that's what happens. Prepare, that's, that's the thing about parenting, isn't it? You know, preparing your children for their for, for a life. Yeah. And, and some people do that in a way that conditions, conditions them to, have to, to still keep those same... Mm. Uh, sort of prejudices unfortunately but yeah it's it's a good for we we self-regulate because pride you know the, the 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 acts that we put on the stage we have a very very good stage we have a mixture of variety dance singers we have quite a lot of tribute acts really really good and mm. and if i say so myself you know Doncaster mm -hmm. pride does have a fabulous stage yeah um, the we, best in the UK, it, I'll say it. Uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> we we don't we don't go for the headline acts. We don't go for the acts that are costing thousands of pounds. The named acts, yeah. But we will give you one hell of a show, mm. and you will come there and you will party like you've never partied, and you will have the best time. Yeah. But we have drag performers. I love I love drag. Fluidity. Um, fluidity. Our local drag absolutely amazing they're doing a piece on the main stage they're also doing our after party for us yeah but we also have now you think fluidity right so you're going to bring corbin along to an, uh, an event and fluidity you're going to do a performance on stage we self-regulate there are mm, certain things yeah. that are acceptable and not acceptable in yeah. terms of appearance and humor and whatever you yeah yeah um the 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 drag queens that are not quite in that same vein as the fluidity um um uh, drag mm -hmm. um we have a, a hostess miss penny uh penny is uh one of the most amazing drag acts in the country and um we self-regulate yeah no swearing before six o'clock right okay drag is a is, is we don't a have skill. that rule in our house <laughs> <laughs> well quite drag is a, drag is a skill it's, it's an amazing amazing art they, they are fabulous performers 
They are singers, they are entertainers, they are impersonators, they are everything rolled into one. Mm. And many of them have fabulous senses of humour. The, hu- the And drag humour is quite unique. Yeah. Um, and some of it is better after six o'clock in the evening, yes, let's yes, put it that yes, way. Yes. Um, I don't think you'd be offended. I don't think people no. would be offended. But it is just that earlier in the day, just keep it toned down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's not about regulating people it's not about offending anybody mm-hmm. it is just we do the show in two halves two till six six till late mm-hmm. and it's like anything else you know you wouldn't expect to go into a bar any kind of bar or any kind of entertainment place probably during the middle of the afternoon and see a particular kind of entertainment that you might see later in the evening yeah, yeah, no. it really is just as simple as that yeah it's just common sense isn't mm. it um great I- I just, I like, I was really surprised by that, actually. I was thinking, when I was saying, like, what specifically is happening at Pride, I'm thinking, I already obviously know a little bit about it. I've had a look. And I was thinking some of the stalls would be, like, obviously selling rainbow flags and all the rest of it. But the the fact that you have, like, South Yorkshire Police down, you've got all the uh, informative stuff down, it just shows you that it's... I just I hope other people listening and watching this are being educated about that. It is just more than a load of gay people going, look... I'm gay, there you have it in your face kind of thing. It's, it's much more about help and support for their whole community. Yeah, I mean, some people, their first experience of being in that environment, you know, a lot of younger people particularly, mm. will come to Pride because, and they'll maybe persuade their mates to come with them and, oh, let's go yeah. to Pride and have a laugh and what yeah. have you. And, you know, the number of people that will contact us afterwards because they've, they've they, you know, they've come into an environment where they've been large numbers of gay people openly celebrating their sexuality and openly just being themselves. Um, and it makes people feel that, do you know what? If you can do it, and you can do it, and during the day, you're, you're, a, you're a solicitor, or during the day, you're yeah. this, or you're that, and you've got a job as that, and you've got responsibilities. Because, you know, we're all of us, we all of us have the same responsibilities yeah yeah you know and and like i said before the fact that i'm i don't go into a room and say you know hello nice to meet you i'm jen and i'm straight any more than i would yeah you know, my sexuality is not is not important yeah yeah um so we all have day jobs we all have lives we all have families we all have everything but on pride day we can be exactly what we want yeah to be, yeah and in, in a way that maybe some people can't the rest of the year but then you know, some people live that lifestyle all the time. Yeah, that's fantastic. Do you get, um, is there ever any issues? Like, do you tend to get anybody that's against the pride, um, against the day, I mean, and they kind of have any issues or cause any trouble? Like, is, does that ever seem to happen or? We, we get odd bits. We get odd bits. Um, a couple of years ago, we were building up, because we built up on the Friday, the day before, we got the stage coming in and all of the infrastructure around the event and, a guy walked up looking at us and then walked back the other way and then walked again and slowed down and shouted out the shouted out at, at us and uh I went over and had a word with him and he was quite he he was he was very abusive mm. um and um Belland. yeah I just said look mate you know I think just go along your your way I th- but I think the thing is pride day mm. the solidarity of the fact that it's a town full of gay people yeah you probably wouldn't get it yeah because 
like I say, you know, the straight people are probably in the minority that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you get odd bits. I mean, I was walking down the street the other day with Jody in the car. We're walking down the street holding hands. Car went past. Couple of young lads in it. Windows down. Nice weather. Windows down. And you just shout lezers out the window. And I just went. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I honestly don't get like what goes through people's. I mean, to be fair, I probably do because, like I say, they're probably do they tend to be younger? Do you think, or, or that teenager? Mind you, I it suppose it's not. Because it they're just ill-educated and like you stupid. Just get the old comment from time to time, and you know there are places that that you, like I say, you wouldn't. There's one or two bars in town that I probably would avoid. Mm. Um, but in the main. I find, you know, going about my day-to-day business, being a gay woman in Doncaster yeah. is, is not hard for me. No. But I'm not, I'm, I'm because of the pride and because people, um, I don't I don't think many people would, would challenge me. I've just said that now. They're all yeah. going to come out of the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Do you think then, just talking more specifically about, um, like, sexuality, do you think it's harder for gay men than it is gay women? Like, the... Uh, nothing in particular, but more it, like is coming out maybe harder. Is life in general maybe harder? I don't know. Like my perception from I, my I, view is is that I, it might. I don't be. know. I think it, stereotypically, possibly. Um, purely from the point, my question purely comes from the fact that I could using stereotypes yeah. probably much easily identify a gay man than I could a gay woman. Like I'd never even assume. You were gay. Well, I wouldn't even assume your sexuality because I couldn't care less and do what you yeah. want. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's much yeah. more difficult to, if you had to try and choose, like, is this woman gay know. compared I mean, to a man? I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, I think there are certain things that are probably more difficult for men. I think, mm. and again, you know, for, if you went and we just went and found some random guy and asked you to walk down the street, we should do it. Ask yeah. you to hold hands and walk down through the town centre holding hands with someone Me and, Jeff. and see what happens. Yeah. Or send two women holding hands to walk down the street and see what happens. Yeah. It's more likely I would have thought that the guys would be targeted. Yeah. Purely and simply because it's not. You can see two women holding hands and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Lots of young girls walk around, you know, with their yeah, arms linked. Arms and I stuff, walk down yeah. the street with my mum and she'll link through my arm or whatever. Yeah. So maybe that's more. People see that more often. And that Seeing probably two guys holding hands and walking through the street is something a little bit more different. Yeah. People look for that reason because it's different. Yeah, yeah. That most people who look are not looking and judging and having a negative opinion. Mm. They're looking and thinking, those two men holding hands there. Yeah. It's almost like your brain's registered that's yeah. different before yeah. and then you have to look to think, Oh, what's different? Oh, it's two men. Yeah, cool. I saw two young lads walking through the street the other day holding hands and I was really thought that's really lovely mm. but i spotted it yeah because you do you, you see it mm. um I, I think in general life it, everybody is different and it depends what support network you've got around you yeah and it depends how you deal with that processing of i feel different i'm not you know or, or, i'm not um i'm not for me you know mm. i i i knew i liked I knew I was attracted to women, but I didn't know what that meant. How early on? Like, what sort of age, if you oh don't mind me God. asking? Probably in my early to mid-teens. Yeah. 
but it, a lot of teenagers go through that kind of attraction to someone of the same sex so mm. you know when at that point does it become an actual yes I'm gay yeah. I, I wouldn't have I, I don't know I don't know when I, I didn't admit it to myself until I was in my very early 30s yeah took me a long time to admit it um but I guess I'd known for a very long time prior mm. to that Gay with delay, I always say. Gay with delay. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine your scenario, maybe not the whole um, married and kids and all that sort of thing. That's almost like it's gone as far as the straight life goes. Um, but I imagine there is so many people that do think, right, I think I'm gay, but I'm going to get a boyfriend. Oh, like the opposite sex, uh, yeah. the opposite gender, sorry. Um, I think most people that I know not all, but most, have had heterosexual relationships, mm. either because that's just what they thought they should do, yeah, yeah, or they did it to cover up, yeah, or to see whether or not it felt right or whatever. Yeah, um, there's some people that don't, mm -hmm. uh, but I think most most of my friends mm. have had, I you know, some of them, you know. Uh, in a sim similar situation to me, you know, married, kids, and and uh, mm. and then further down the line, you think, oh, it's not quite working, this. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, yeah, there's, um, there's something different happening. Do you find, are there, like, sex segments within the gay community? Because there's obviously different types, I mean, there's different types of straight people, there's different types of gay people, but do you ever, or have you ever experienced where there's, because there's some gay people that... 100% want you to know kind of thing like you know the flamboyancy yeah. and all the rest of it like you your stereotypical gay if yeah. you like um, and then there's other people who again I don't want to go towards that word normal but more people that you would like probably never if you had to try and guess if you like is the best way to explain what I'm trying to ask yeah you would never believe it because they're just like there yeah. is no say gay stereotypes within their character yeah. Do, yeah. is they ever like uh you know, do they segregate to different areas of the gay community, or like, do the the more say straight acting ones kind of thing? Oh, I could do it out all the flamboyancy stuff because it might they feel like yeah, it makes them look in a different way. Yeah, there is. I mean, Doncaster's had over the years. Doncaster had a fabulous gay scene. Mm. It doesn't now, and that's that's I think quite an interesting transition because, you know, in a time when gay people needed places where they felt safe where they could socialise and live and be open about their sexuality. Doncaster, like many towns and cities, had a number of gay bars, gay clubs, places where if you knew where to go, you would be with other gays and lesbians and, and transgender or, or whatever. Yeah. The more and more and more we fought for equality over the years, the more it is now acceptable for me or a flamboyantly gay guy or someone who is is um, very straight acting but mm -hmm. but happens to be homosexual yeah um, it's more we fought for equality and inclusion yeah now we've got that mm -hmm. there isn't so much of a need for the, the for those gay bars yeah so and also you know a lot of um, a lot of the bars there was a the last one we had uh, in Doncaster I mean certainly the Hall Cross was a was an LGBT venue for a little while a few right. years ago prior to that down in the market 
what is now the Magdalene, used to be Bar NY, used mm-hmm. to be Crystals. Um, I've had fabulous times in there over the years. Um, but what happens is gay people seem to know how to enjoy themselves and have a party and let loose. Yeah. And, and, so and that's really not a stereotype, it's a fact. No, absolutely. <laughs> so we, well, you look at somewhere like Canal Street in Manchester. Yeah. Canal yeah. Street in Manchester, when, 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 when I first started to go there, and certainly even way before my time, that was where, that was where the gay scene was. And gays and lesbians and transgender and people would go down there and they would be safe in their spaces and do their thing mm-hmm. and enjoy their lifestyle. The straight people got wind of it and started, you know, the music's great and the and the dance and the and, and yeah, the, yeah. the the impact. and then sometimes quite often less threatening. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden it's full of head parties. It's yeah, full yeah. of groups of girls out on a weekend. Yeah. So now places like like um, Canal Street in Manchester. Yeah. It's not the gay village that it used to be years ago. Yeah. It's full of hen parties. It's full of straight people. Yeah. So it's almost like, hang on a minute, we needed to create spaces for ourselves to go to uh, to, to feel safe mm. and to enjoy ourselves. You you liked our space so much, you've now come in and, yeah. and joined us. So we've lost that scene. There is, there is still But a is scene. it a positive that you've lost that? Because it's almost oh, I miss like... It. Yeah, I could see, I can imagine that. It's... Because it's almost like what Pride's about and what it's all about is equality, everybody being inclusive. And it's almost like, look, we've got this place where we what that we needed to feel safe, but it's so good and you, that all the straight people now like it and now we can all kind of do it together. You know, we can all be a part of but enjoying it together. Anymore. But it's not the same because be- straight people can't party as good as gay perverse, people. isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, we wanted equality. Now we've got it. We actually want to be different again. Yeah. So, you know, I quite enjoyed that feeling of, of, of being part of something that was separate to mainstream society. So you can't yeah. have it both ways then, No, see, you? this is kind of like the... Yeah, it's conflicting, isn't it? Because you... Oh, we want to be left alone on a Saturday night, but the rest of the time yeah. we want to be together, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. But then I suppose it's the same. But it was that everything. it was that atmosphere, you know. I mean, and and there is still a gay scene. There's a fabulous gay scene in one or two cities still in 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 the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is now more open, and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. But if you look back at, at the gay scene in the in the certainly the the, the back end of the sixties into the seventies and eighties. You know, it's very, very different to how it is now. Yeah. Very, very different. And, and um, you know, in some ways, it's sad that that's not there anymore, but it yeah. isn't needed in the Which way Which is a positive, yeah, a huge absolutely. positive. So in terms of uh, funding and stuff then, because you say, obviously, it, Pride's volunteer-led. You're yeah. volunteers. Yeah, it is. Where's um, the dough come from? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's again why why Pride's a, a twelve months a year commitment because we have to raise the funds. Yeah. Um, the very first Pride we put on, South Yorkshire Police gave us fifteen hundred pounds. That was the budget. Yeah. Um, this year's Pride, um, the budget is twenty five thousand. What? No wonder it's going to be a great party. Um, and we have to raise that every year. My whole wedding costs 500 quid. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there's, there's so many things that people don't realise. We are responsible for people's safety. Yeah. We are responsible for delivering a safe event. And, and, and so things like, it costs us 1,500 quid for uh, portable toilets. Mm. It costs us two, three thousand pounds for security. It costs us nearly a thousand pounds for insurance for the day. 
uh, we have to bring first aiders in, so the first aid uh, cover. Uh, and people think, oh, yeah, the St. John's. It's, no, it's not free. No, we no, have no. to pay for everything. Yeah, yeah. So things like that. So before we've, you know, the, the, the stage itself, the, the, the power to power the stage, mm-hmm. the lights, the sound, everything, before we put an act on the stage to make sure that we've got all the structures <clears throat> in place that we need yeah. and all the safety and legislative requirements, so like toilets, you can't do an event without toilets. Yeah, yeah. Like so... For us, before we start to even think about booking an act to go on the stage, yeah, you're talking twenty thousand. And and thirteen years ago, you started with fifteen hundred yeah. quid for the whole yeah. lot. Yeah. Wow. But that you know, we had the first year probably around about twelve hundred people over the course of the day. Yeah. Pride this year, we're expecting over the course of the day because of course you know you can look out and you can look at the square and it's full. When the square's full, there's probably about five and a half, six thousand people. Wow. But over the course of the day, people leave. People yeah, don't you come might have back. Some families some in day. Go, yeah. Some don't come until later in the afternoon. So we, our figures for Pride, uh, we anticipate that we will have probably in the region of eighteen thousand visitors. That's incredible. That's like 17,000 more than Doncaster Rovers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rovers. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Yeah, but that's, that's, you know, so we've got to provide them with a safe environment. Yeah, you yeah. know, the fences that we bring in, everything that is there has to be paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the even the structures that we put the bars in. All right, you know, we bring a, a mobile bar. It's not our bar. We contract somebody to come in yeah. and deliver a bar. But, you know, people say, well, you know, it's... it's the beer is expensive. It's not. Mm. Um, but when you think about it, you can go to Weatherspoons and get a, a pint for, I don't know, whatever it is, 250 or whatever. Yeah. But that's a building that's set up and has got staff and that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. us, we've got to bring in, we've got to bring in a marquee. So we've got staff to bring that. We've got a lorry to deliver it. We've got diesel to put in the lorry. Yeah. They built the marquee. Then you've got to put all the equipment in to serve the beer. Then you've got to buy the beer. Then you've got to buy the staff. Then we've got to put security on. Mm. Then we've got to get all the plastic glasses. So by the time you've done, that pint of beer that you might be able to get for £2.50 from Weatherspoons, we might be selling at three eighty four quid. Mm. But that's the nature of an event. You yeah. go to somewhere like Leeds Fest... And you're paying six, eight, ten quid for a for a pint. I'm glad I don't drink. So we don't do, <laughs> yeah, we don't do bad. Um, but yeah, everything has a cost. But yeah, we we fundraise. We have a lot of sponsors. Um, That's what I was going to say because there's a difference between funding and sponsors. But obviously, do you then ever go to ask a sponsor and basically knock out some figures like, look, there might be eighteen thousand people yeah. attend this event. So yeah. if you sponsor this event, yeah. so it works like that as well. Yeah, yeah. we people it, people want different things out of it. Sponsorship yeah. is you know some people want their brand out there. Some mm. people want to be associated. Some people just want to give money to the pride because they believe in what we do. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a whole range of things. Businesses want. Mm. You know, we've got those 18,000. You can't get a hotel room in Doncaster Pride Weekend, by the way. Mm. Hotel rooms, norm, some of the hotels that go out, and I appreciate it's racing as well that weekend, but yeah. the, it, this is a, a, a once-a-year phenomenon because of racing and Pride are on the same day. Yeah. So some of the hotels that you could probably get a hotel room for between 40 and 60 quid for a Saturday night in Doncaster, yeah. they're £200, what if the you f- can get one. If you, yeah, can yeah, if you can get so one. So this is where Pride 
is contributing to the economy. Yes. Brings the visitors in. People come to Doncaster for Pride. They spend their money in the town centre. They spend their money at Pride. They stay in a hotel. They whatever. Mm. So it's all about brand awareness. It's all about us giving sponsors the opportunity to stick their logo somewhere mm. where people will see it. Yeah. People walk from the railway station. If they see a rainbow flag flying outside a cafe on the way up, they're in there for a cup of tea yeah, because yeah. they know that those people are supporting. They're allies. Yes. So that's how this is now having that knock-on effect yeah. of loads and loads mm. of businesses recognising. You know, we've got some of our sponsors, you think, why? Uh, you know, mm. Edwards and Walker Optician. Okay, yeah. people wear glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah? evidently. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got solicitors and accountants and things like that. Yeah. Because we we brought the solicitors in on the on the back of if I want to get married, get divorced, buy a house, make a will, all of the things that you do with solicitors, mm -hmm. chances are when I go in there as a lesbian, I'm going to have to out myself. Yeah. Because when you when you gay, you don't out yourself once, you do it virtually every day for some reason or another sometimes yeah, so yeah. that's how it feels yeah, yeah. so I've got to go in there and I want to buy a house or I want to write a will as soon as I say I want this leaving to this or I want that or these are my circumstances you're constantly having you know, so if you're a solicitor and you've got a little rainbow flag on your on your uh, wall somewhere yeah. for, for one day a year mm. and you've got your name on the pride website as a sponsor yeah how easy is it for me to come think I'm gonna go there yeah. because I know they're an ally. It's such a smart business move. It's just, and that's how we do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people, our sponsorships start 300 quid, yeah. but we sell loads. Yeah. Well, we have to for 25,000. Well, yeah. But then we've got some bigger sponsors who come in with, with chunky bits of money. Yeah, yeah, big chunks mm. of money. It's fantastic, so is it, I mean, just the more I'm learning about Pride, I mean, obviously the main important thing is the raising awareness. Um, of the community but yeah there's just so many benefits like to the whole town and then when you think that how many prides did you say there is up and down the country did you say about 160 160 so? plus yeah so like 160 odd towns are then benefiting in all the ways we've just spoke about there as well brands businesses town centres yeah it's like it's yeah I mean there's we Doncaster we're part of an organisation called UK Prides UK yeah. Pride Organisers Network um it's not a governing body, it's just an overarching networking kind of arrangement. Yeah. So all the Pride organisers that are part of, you don't have to be, it's not mandatory, Yeah. Um, but Pride organisers, we all tend to, um, we help each other. You know, anybody had a problem with this before, where can you find that? We need this, we need that, anybody got any ideas? And we work together. And once a year, the Pride organisers have a conference. Uh, and that's done on a bidding basis. Mm. So you bid to host the conference. Yes. This year's conference, guess where it's at? Doncaster. Yes. Of course it is. <laughs> we bid to host the conference and, 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 and we're punching a little bit above sometimes, you know. Yeah. Uh, because conferences in the past have been Cardiff and um, last year we were in uh, Edinburgh. Uh, no, we weren't. We were in Glasgow. Mm. Um, and um, Birmingham. You know, and then little Doncaster jumps up and says, yeah. do you know what, we want to do the conference here. Well, just a, a point on Doncaster as a whole is, if Doncaster wants to get to where it wants to get to, which it certainly does because I'm involved with people like yourself, mm. Lorna, like the whole of Visit Doncaster team, lots of people, the councillors and all sorts, I'm building relationships with all of those people. Doncaster is on the rise and it's almost like 
if you want to become, say, let's say we want to become a, a big city, mm. then act like one. Yeah. And things like this so, are all a push in the right direction. Yeah. So, yeah, so come, come October, we will have pride organisers from up and down the country come into Doncaster for the conference. And again, that's another benefit for the town. The hotels, the, the, they'll, they'll all stay over. Yeah. They'll all be drinking. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's another benefit. So the more and more we can do, and all, all of this, the bottom line in all of this, it's just what you just said. It is about getting that level of education, getting people mm -hmm. who think, do you know what? I want to go to Pride because it's not for me. It's for everybody. Yeah. And when you go and when you're part of it and when you see the work that we do 12 months of the year and the support that we can offer people that are struggling, usually it's when people have got a problem that they come to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if we can help one person to, to, to come to terms with what's going on in their mind, to, you know, we're working, this year we're working with LNER. LNER are concerned because people throw themselves in front of the trains. <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus so LNER Christ, are working. Yeah. They're working with a mental health charity called Calm mm -hmm. Campaign Against Living Miserably. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, yeah I've heard of Calm. I never really thought so about that. So LNER are working with Calm because it's one of their key objectives to tackle the number of people that, that feel that, that they can't continue with, and their life has got to such a state that they are prepared to throw themselves in front of a train. Mm. LNER work with a number of prides because it's those statistics show that quite a few of those people, mm. or statistically more of those people, are LGBT right. than are non-LGBT. Yeah. So you know, bottom line is we have got a lot of people out there trying to say, do you know what? You might be gay, but so what? Yeah. You know, it doesn't. It shouldn't matter. And it's no. all about education. It's all about visibility. It's all about making it more normal. Yeah, yeah. That you see these things happening in, in our towns and cities. And when we can get to a point where we can educate everybody and we can influence we've got we got equality now. We can get married, we can we can do all sorts of things. It's illegal for you to discriminate against me in the workplace because mm. of my sexuality. Yeah. We got all the laws we like. Yeah. But it's now we've got to have time for them to embed, for them to actually become a reality yeah 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 and people to stop getting hooked up with it's not right yeah that's it you know my um kind of i'm gonna say because we were joking before and i saying asking straight questions gay my oh. last like gay question if you like is where we are now then obviously you've experienced a lot um with gay community where mm. it was you know a lot of the history and where it's come where we're at now obviously with with take a massive strides forward as a society yeah. to like we keep using the word normalize but we've taken massive mm. strides forward what do you think is there left to do um in terms of it not really being an issue like like this podcast alone is is it going to be an interesting podcast because it's about the gay community and a straight person's mm. talking about it like we want to get to a stage, obviously, where oh, we're not really bothered. Yeah. Like everyone yeah. talks about yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is the left to do? Do you think? I, or do I you think, think we'll we ever just, get there? Um, I don't know. I mean, if I could, if I look back fifty years from where we are now, yeah, I don't think I would have believed in the fifty years 
from the start of the what is widely accepted as the start of the modern day gay liberation. Yeah. I don't think anybody would have believed that we would have travelled the distance we have in yeah. that 50 years. Yeah. Equality of marriage and all those sorts of things. You know, equality of, you know, the age of consent and all those sorts of things. Parity. Because, you know, to go from it being, being, being homosexual was illegal. Mm. It's mad to think And then that. now, so, so if we roll that forward another 50 years, who knows? Yeah. You know, I would like to think and I would love for my you know my grandson's a year old i'd love for him when he's my age for 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 him and and the and the society that is around him at that age for 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 homophobia to be something that's that's talked about that was years ago yeah there will always be i'm not naive enough to think that people won't you know there will always be some people who don't like it yeah um and and i guess that's that's freedom of choice isn't mm, it yeah. but um we have come a long way what we need to do is we need to keep doing things like this yeah we need to keep doing pride people say to me you know jen is 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 pride a celebration or a protest it's both yeah and it can be both and it have always to be will be one. you know it always will be both for me until the point at which there is no need for us to protest anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a friendly protest for sure, most of the time. Yeah. But you will see people carry banners and particularly um, people who feel oppressed. Mm. And that's their right to do so. Yeah. You know, and we here in Doncaster, we support anybody with any difference, whoever you are, whatever it is. We get people in our parade, for example, who are there protesting about all sorts of different things. Mm. It is a, you know, pride is still a protest and always will be. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, um, it is very, very much about celebration too. And it's, we just need to keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing it. I don't know how many more years I'll keep doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All that party takes its toll. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but we just need to keep doing it. Yeah. And we need to make sure that the younger, younger generation realise that they need to keep moving forward as well and yeah. not become complacent that now we've got all of the legislation in place that it's a done job yes. it's not a done job yeah um so we just need to keep going just yeah. need to just need to keep on partying as well yeah yeah that's it yeah you are if you're gonna do something you may as well do it and have a little bit of a party as well oh, that, oh that's what i really wanted to ask you when we met um a while ago at la Boca, right do you remember you, you were telling me and danetta a story, not a story, about a time years and years ago where did gay people used to hand out like a special secret card yeah. or something <coughs> yeah. to people? Yeah. Could you tell that story on the fact? Because me and Danetta found that mm. so intriguing and interesting. Mm. I thought share that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things. The gay culture is 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 fascinating, and anybody you don't have to be gay to to to, to read up on this, but no. gay culture is fascinating. I don't understand. I've got male friends who can explain to you. There was a whole series of, and there still is, um, signs, visible outward signs. So, uh, and they might be about your sexual preference. They might be about your status or your whatever. Mm -hmm. But it was a different coloured handkerchiefs in different pockets right, and yeah, things yeah. like that, or different ways that you might. So I don't know. A, pink handkerchief in your back pocket meant something to somebody that saw it and yeah. they knew that if they approached you that you would be 
what they were looking for kind of thing. Yes, it's not, yes. This is not all about sex, but this is, no. you know, all kinds of different things. There's this there's this code. I don't understand it, but <laughs> I've got some gay male friends who could explain that to you. Right. But that's from way, way, way back in the day. But also, yeah, the, a lot of... When it was when it was illegal for gay people to, to meet um, in, in, a, in a bar or, or in a venue and to, to, to hold parties or whatever... They, there was a whole underground gay scene. Mm. And that underground gay scene relied on people passing messages to each other that said, there's a party going on on Saturday or whatever. Yeah. And often, and, and as a gay woman, you very often weren't weren't allowed to go to these parties unless you were accompanying a gay man. All right. Um, and they they were all done very you know and it might be a a blacked out door of an old of an old yeah. bar. It all sounds and like such a fun game, was, doesn't it? You know, and you you'd knock on the door and people would drop a little thing down a yeah. book and you'd have to say you were a friend of somebody to be able to get in. And yeah. this was all very underground mm. in the times when people were afraid. And particularly if you think about it, you know a lot of those people that were part of the gay scene back then probably weren't out. Mm. So the last thing they wanted was. A mate or a friend or somebody they worked with or their parents or somebody <laughs> seeing them. <laughs> right, Dad. It's yeah, weird. Seeing them <laughs> yeah, yeah. going into a venue with a rainbow flag over it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was all very much underground and, 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 and there would be there'd be parties planned. And you, there would be either a, a, a little note or a card, like a little business card or something like that. Hmm. Uh, and it would say or they people would pass them around, and it was all very very secretive. Yeah. So that everybody knew what was going on where it when where it was. Yeah. And then it would just arrive, and Saturday would arrive, and everybody turn up, and they'd have this huge great big party, and then the venue would just be stripped again, and then it would go away, and it would be somewhere else on another day. Do things like that still happen at all? I bet I bet they do they within different do. communities. They, and I'm stuff, sure they yeah. probably do, but but no, I mean it, it was all very much that. That very secretive, yeah. uh, underground gay scene. Yeah. Um, Imagine and back also, then. A lot of that was done for people's safety. As yeah, well. that's what I was just about to say. Back then, it was more of a necessity to keep it on the yeah. down low. Whereas now, I think it'd be cool to still do stuff like that, yeah. but because it's just fun. Obviously, yeah, back I mean, then it was more about like. Yeah, if there like... was, if it was openly advertised mm. that there was a gay party going on in this particular venue. Yeah. Who knows who'd turn up and, and, and cause trouble, you yeah, know. So yeah. it was it was all done for, for, for protection mm. and and, uh, and 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 secrecy. Yeah, they should bring that back if it's not already still going, but obviously the meaning behind it is more it's just a bit of fun, just a bit, bit of secret, fun. yeah. We'll do one. We'll do yeah, one. Do we'll do one. a secret venue party. Me and Danette are all vlogging. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my hypothetical question then that I ask everybody on the podcast okay. is you've got to change your name for the rest of your life, what would you change it to? Uh, no more Jenny Doosnap. Okay. Well, this is an easy one for me because I've mentioned my grandson a couple of times. And when my grandson was born, there was the question, what's he going to call you? Mm. It was it Nana, was it Nanny, was it Granny, was it Grandma, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. he's blessed with two great grandmas. Mm. Uh, and also he's got, you know, um, on, his, on his other grandparents side yeah yeah so there's lots of different choices of name yeah i said i wanted him to decide what he was going to call me so we've got to his first birthday yeah and of course he's still not speaking so i had to sign his card the other day so i wrote all of the different versions nanny granny (laughs) all of them in the card and we got him to point at one you're right so my new name is granny d 
Granny D. <laughs> Granny D. Yeah. That is actually a really cool name. That's like change cool, all of your Twitter, your Instagram. Absolutely. Everything's going to be Granny D. Granny right? D. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Is there anything else you want to say or put out there to whoever listens or watches? Um, no, thank you for listening. You know, thanks for talking. It's been great. Yeah. Um, Pride, it's August 17th. It is a great day out. Please yeah. come, join in. Come and party, come and join us. It doesn't matter who you are. And you can um, follow her on welcome. social media. I think is it Doncaster yeah. underscore Pride on Twitter and Doncaster yeah. Pride on Facebook and Instagram. That's right. Um, and the, all of the information you need about the event itself is on the Doncaster Pride website as well. Mm-hmm. There's loads of stuff on there, loads of help and support. You know, if you are that person listening um, and you want some help and support yourself, there's a help and support section on the Pride website as well. Right, and I'll put a link directly to that specific section as well in wherever, if you're listening or watching, whatever. I'll leave the links and I'll label the links because um, obviously if there is somebody that's finding this beneficial, yeah. then uh, they, we definitely want to point you in the right direction. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming on and speaking Thank you. today. It's been great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Right, yeah, subscribe and all that stuff. That's it, we're done.